Today's podcast is sponsored by Zooks. Dogs delight in learning and Zooks provides the energy they need to fuel every training session. For 20 years, Zooks has created natural treats that energize and entice your dogs with wholesome antioxidant-rich ingredients. Zooks are as nutritious as they are delicious. Learn more at zooks.com. The time has come. I like that. The time is now for Victoria Stilwell's Positively Podcast. She's a world-renowned dog trainer. Seen enough dogs today, have you? She's the host of It's Me or the Dog. I'm coming to train you. Along with co-host Holly Furfer. You don't play around with that name, do you? I am a fan of Schmitty Balls. She's Victoria Stilwell, and she's ready to go. This is a lovely way to start the day. You get the busy bee. I need to trim her whiskers. I see some poo here. I feel a little bit better now because I'm the only one who usually feels stupid during the podcast. Now, let's head to the studio and get this Positively Podcast started. Well, hello. Hey, we just had a busy morning. It was a fun, busy morning. This is when I know the holidays have officially begun. Because of today? Yes. We were at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens hosting the Rain Dog event. What is the Rain Dog event, you ask? It is the only time dogs are allowed in the garden. And it is a time where there are various categories where people dress up their dogs, mm-hmm. best botanical, best lookalike, uh, coming just to show off, that kind of stuff. Puppies, best puppy, cute puppies. Best adult, where they come dress up their dogs and they do, well, it's it's like a pageant, isn't it? It was great. We have some pictures, I think, uh, our producers putting up on the website on Positively.com, but... Um, I, they did a great job. I was, you know, I mean, for me, um, with the adult dog, I like, I'm glad because the dog that kicked cancer won third place and the dog that rescued a boy won first place. I'm like, that's an amazing story. Like, they're both amazing stories. They are. And they, they won. Are. So I was very happy. And actually, that in desperation, they have Holly and I MC it every year. <laughs> and we have, we've done desperation. it about six years now. Well, so you've done fun. it more than I have. And they keep on asking us back. So Which we must amazing. be doing something right. I just, maybe they're not paying attention during the show because they're so busy wrangling dogs. I can't figure no, it out. you know, the real reason is. Is because we're completely and utterly free. Well, yeah, that could be too, but still. Yeah, yeah. scraping the barrel for celebrities. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We we definitely have a good time. And some of these people get really creative. The one category where they have to dress up like their dog, like a lookalike. I mean, this woman who did the sugar plum, pump plum fairy, like I personally thought she would have won. Oh, then they did the nightmare before Christmas. Actually, no, they were really good. Big, big, like it almost looked like a black German shepherd. I think it was a mix. And they made him look like a skeleton, and then they were just, oh, we've got to put pictures up on Facebook. It's I mean, the only on time, you know, yeah, people who know this podcast know me. Now, I'm not a big fan of dressing your dog up, Mm-mm. but hey, when it's a celebration and when it's a special event, fine, go and have fun. it's cold out. It's cold out. These <laughs> poor dogs, yeah, they really, it, this, is, this is something more for people. This is what dogs mm-hmm. will do for their people once a year. They go, right. okay, you feed me, you give me um, a nice, comfortable place to be, you walk me. I'll do this for you. I'll put on a stupid costume and I'll come to the gardens and I'll do this for you. So just imagine, I can't even, like I was thinking, what what would a dog make a human do? Saying, listen, I give you unconditional love. I come to the door and greet you every day. I give you lots of kisses. Now, what would they make us do? Just imagine. I Okay, I know what Sadie would do. What? She would just say, all right, you're going to cook me the most delicious meal. You're going to leave every, you're going to put it all on the ground and I'm just going to eat the whole day. The whole day. <laughs> All my favorite foods. 
I might ask you to do that for me too. Yeah, really? (laughs) (laughs) The whole day. Oh my gosh. I'm also excited. I also know when it's Christmas because we do all kinds of fun competitions on our website. Mm -hmm. And here we have our wonderful director of digital content, assistant, partner in crime, filmer, broadcaster. Her name is Alex Andes. And she's going to tell you about something that we've got on Facebook at the moment called the 12 Dogs of Christmas. Hi, Alex. Supermodel. Thanks for letting me come on the show. It's on Facebook, not on podcast. Positively.com. It is oh, on Facebook it. and I'm also coming. through our uh, our online store, which is at Positively.com slash shop. Mm-hmm. So every year we do Victoria's 12 Days of Christmas, which this year it works. Um, if you spend $25 in the store, you are automatically entered to win one of 12 prizes. Mm-hmm. And the grand prize this year is a phone or a Skype call with... Victoria herself, so one of the 12 winners will be getting that. But then this year, we've also taken it to another level, and on our Facebook page, we've got the 12 Dogs of Christmas competition, Mm -hmm. where people, all you have to do is just, in the comments, just go to to Victoria's Facebook page, Mm -hmm. um, which is just under Victoria Stillwell, and at the very top, you'll see a picture um, with the 12 Dogs of Christmas competition, and you just comment with the best picture you have of your dog. And we choose one every day until December 1st through December 12th. Um, And uh, we'll pick 12 dogs to be our 12 dogs of Christmas. And one of the 12 dogs of Christmas will receive a prize from us. The rest are just featured on our page. So it's just a fun way to to, uh, celebrate the season and show off your dog. And I just like looking through the pictures because you can just see how loved all these dogs are. It's just The first dog of Christmas just looks so sad. No, Simba. but it's beautiful. I know, it's, it's a beautiful photo. Sim, oh, no, it's beautiful. Her nose is in a heart. Is she available for adoption? Yeah, she is. <gasps> or he, oh, Simba. He, his name is Simba. Oh, the second dogs of Christmas look like trouble. This oh, one's got that... his eyeliner's too heavy. Oh, gosh, they're gorgeous. These are great. They? So on her Facebook page, Victoria Stowell, yes. these are awesome. Oh, the third dog of Christmas. Yeah. 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 I know. Oh, sorry. no, I know. I'm they're sorry. Wonderful. Are we doing a podcast? The fourth no. dog's a Christmas. I know those fourth dogs. And one of them is, what's how old? There's one, one of, of 19. them is 19 years old. The one that's smiling like he's passing gas? Yeah. <laughs> the one on the left. This one down here. Uh, the one on the left. Yeah. So go on my Facebook page. The one on the top, like, it. really? So oh, my God. Those are funny. The 19-year-old dog. So you're wow. on four. You know so you're doing something right when your dog's 19 years old. Yes. That's, what a great! Mm. Can I just say though, for the for the twelve days of Christmas, if you spend twenty five dollars or more, and that the prize for the person who gets it is a Skype or a telephone conversation with me, well, hey, that's news to me. Um, I didn't actually know about that. However, you didn't know? no, I didn't. I didn't know about that, and, but I did know a couple of days ago. And great. I love talking to people. The only trouble is I can maybe talk too much. That's okay. So Think about like, it. Oh, so God. you could get like a personal training session. Like you could ask her a question and you will help them with their dog. Right. I love it. Or you could yes. just ask personal questions. You can. To make your own comfortable. Not too personal. <laughs> <laughs> Not too personal. Oh. Very nice. Very cool. Uh, yes. So, um, and of course, Alex does a lot of our stuff on social media so uh-huh. thank you for that alex she really does she finds great stories so and puts post them on our social media so we have we have a wonderful community on facebook and i love it because it's grown so organically we mm-hmm. don't you know we don't pay for likes we don't buy likes mm-hmm. we uh we, it's a real uh, integrative and um exciting community that really gets involved 
Integrative. Uh, you know, integrative. Is is that bad English? Is that I mean, a word? We, it, it's everybody's. Huh? Integrative. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, go anyway, ahead. Anyway, everybody, it's like, it's inclusive. I should say it's an inclusive. Everybody's yes, okay. included. It's more, it's a community. It's <laughs> Speak a, plain to me, sister. And we had somebody oh, comment the other day. She said, I love your page because it's full of positive, uplifting stories. There's so many pages where I just constantly am bombarded with all this negative images mm-hmm. and stories. And, you know, how, how can you do that? And I just think that the, we do it because nobody is inspired by the depressing stories. They're just, they're inspired by the uplifting stories and you're not going to get through to people if they just want to block all of the, the negative and graphic stuff. I mean, we post. do, we do, that doesn't mean to say we don't go there sometimes. I mean, we've just sure. covered the story of the dog who had his um, uh, nose taped up, the chocolate Labrador. And that was a story that you found, Alex, isn't it? T- yeah, talk about it, that it, crazy I mean, story. It was going all over the place. It was people were well, really upset about it, rightfully so. What? T- explain it. Well, what happened was that there was um, a woman who got angry with a dog, mm-hmm. and because um, he was barking. Yes, because okay. the dog was barking, mm-hmm. and so the woman taped her dog's muzzle up with duct uh, tape. tape, and posted it online. Mm-hmm. And said something like, "This is That'll because the teach dog him or something like that, to shut yeah. up." Um, and of course, it became a viral sensation. Uh, it was shared so much because people she's were an idiot. outraged, <laughs> outraged at yeah. what she'd done. And so I went on HLN because I'm I do regular pet segments mm-hmm. on HLN, and I went on HLN the other day to talk about it and. Apparently, the woman is, she's awaiting, she has to go to court Good. because she's been charged with uh, misdemeanor, animal cruelty. Not enough. And she could face up to 150 days in jail or uh, a fine. And But she is getting her dogs back. She she, okay. she is able to keep her dogs because the animal control went there and saw that there were no outward signs of physical cruelty. Mm-hmm. The muzzle was fine. And uh, it was probably, she just had... Uh, a bit of a sense of humor failure and 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 lost her hopefully that's all that it is well hopefully it is however here's what i came to say is abuse is abuse is abuse Mm -hmm. and if that was a child's face if she posted a picture of a kid's face with its mouth taped shut because the kid's talking too much or crying or there there would be i mean i I think she'd be in jail right now Mm -hmm. because that quite rightly is abuse. What she did for her dog is quite rightly abuse. And even though she says she only did it for a minute, think of the trauma of her getting angry. The dog's barking. She doesn't want to try and take the time to figure out why the dog is barking. She's just really annoyed. So she takes the duct tape. You know she's angry while she's doing mm-hmm. this. The whole process of taping the duct tape, taping the dog's mouth shut, then taking the picture with the dog not being able to open its mouth. Can you imagine the panic in that dog? Mm-hmm. Then removing the duct tape Which from hurts the dog's because nose. you're pulling hair out. So this is not just something that was just, oh, it was just done for a minute. And what angered me was that after all of the social media and after whole outrage and that she's going to court and that this is a, a, a animal cruelty, what angered me was that she went on uh, on social media and said... Now, well, it, it, something to the effect of, now the dog has shut up, dog's not barking anymore, and then in big capital letters she went, case closed, as if to say, you're all stupid, I stopped my dog's barking, case closed. So, clearly shows me she hadn't, she didn't learn a thing, Mm-mm. she didn't learn anything from experience, she's defensive, she's defending her actions, she has no idea what she did, and she's now saying that this has worked. Well, you know what? 
domestic abuse, when you're violent towards somebody and you're violent again and again and again, you shut them down, don't you? Mm -hmm. So then, of course, the person is not going to be able to speak up. That's why so many women stay in situations where they're being violently or physically abused because they're too scared mm -hmm. to voice to, to, to be to be vocal mm -hmm. too scared to do anything about it. it's the same with animals mm -hmm. so now this dog's probably not vocalizing because he's too scared to do it mm -hmm. and that's that's abuse in my case and that means that dog should not be that woman should not have dogs it is animal control for all of the good that they do are not really versed in behavior in the subtle signs of dog behavior And if I went in there, I would be looking at so many things, so many triggers, so much of the interaction between this dog and this person to get cues on, is this dog happy in this home? Mm -hmm. And the laws just aren't strong enough either to back it up. The laws just are not strong enough. They're, they're, they're not. And mm -hmm. that's if this happened in other countries, the dogs would be taken away from her and rehomed. And I think it's, I mean, it's, it's a story that highlights such a big problem and, and it's something that really, really gets, uh, uh, angers me. And I'm, I am getting passionate here because it angers me. The whole training argument about you can train your dogs using painful techniques or harsh techniques, that's fine because it's a dog. So taping your dog's muzzle shut with duct tape is fine. And she just lost her stuff for a minute. It's just a dog, mm -hmm. isn't it? It's just a dog. That's what I can't stand. Uh, I think hopefully Defax would take away that child as quickly as possible if it was a kid. But um, nope, the dogs are staying with her. It's unbelievable. Well, you know, the other thing too is as you and I, we well know that science has proven and this is not just a theory that people or animals when you do that all you're you're not correcting a behavior you're just basically redirecting a behavior so maybe the dog's not barking right now because he's scared to death to bark but maybe now this dog's going to start biting somebody or some of the dog's going to start right, chewing something suppressing up. the behavior exactly and it's going to manifest in another way and the bottom line is uh, honestly my opinion is she's just an idiot i mean seriously she is an idiot to I mean post I, that picture and think just, that with that's no, okay. just no remorse no at remorse. no point well was there or any at, remorse. at some point yeah and you get into the whole like oh i'm untouchable i'm i'm you know that sort of entitled and i'm the best and not you know she got either a very low self-esteem and low self-confidence or too much of an ego but either way i wouldn't want to be her friend i wouldn't want to be her neighbor i, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to be, be related dog. to her and i would definitely not want to be a dog or a child of hers i think that she's got some serious issues herself and i personally think that uh She's got problems. And that really scares me that the fact that the, the animal control people, the people in charge are saying, well, we don't see her. We're going to give the dogs back to her. Um, I, I, I just, it just, it's, and that's angered a lot of people as well. Well, hopefully the people in But, her town, in her city, in her state will then take action and try and pass stricter animal cruelty laws. I mean, if you want to do something about it and you live in that state or in that city, in that town, you have the power to do something if you choose to. And that's where now, if it upsets you and you live there, uh, I don't even know what state she's North in, Carolina. North Carolina. So if you live in North Carolina, if you live in her town, um, you know, do something about it. You have the power to change this, A, so it never happens in the future, and B, you know she's going to do something like this again oh, if yeah. she hasn't learned a lesson. So maybe the second time, if you can strengthen those laws, there will be consequences to horrible actions. So I hope... People in North Carolina um, are as outraged and hopefully will take action. Well, um, yeah, 
we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep follow you posted. It. We'll it, follow yeah. it. When is her uh, day in court? I think it's sometime in December. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, we'll keep an For eye sure. on it and see the update of the story. Funnily enough, actually, we posted my HLN interview on the uh, on our Facebook, and it was somehow removed. So we don't know whether uh, she had reported it as abusive or something. It wasn't. It was just my. Uh, it was just my. We put it back up there. Let's put it back up. Let's put it back up and see if it uh, if 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 it mm-hmm. if it stays. I don't know. Uh, hmm. But the, but I thought that was interesting. Trying to uh, we just hey when you're reporting facts when you're just talking about facts, mm-hmm. um, you know it's uh, yeah anyway some that try to silence us. But hey you know it's happened before. I ain't going to be silenced. So you can do what you like. But <laughs> That's I will why you're not. Good at what you do. Right. I will not be silenced. Yeah. Let's. I th- I say try put it back up there and uh, see what happens. But we'll you know what, what she's happens. she's all over the news. You can find her. You can see who she is. You can uh, you can Google her and you can you know. Uh, you you can see the story and you can be a community activist and you can as an animal uh, an animal lover you can know you know uh, you can know what to do. Um, so let me ask you this. What well here what do you, you know like there are so many good things happening in this world. Um, you know we are coming to the holiday season. There are some people out there who really are helping. Um, and Victoria, you introduced me to one who is just an amazing woman um with her name gracie hamlin with the the wonder dog program yes she's um she's actually um, a veteran and she was an orphan herself she was brought up in costa rica Mm -hmm. she lives in a very bad part of atlanta Mm -hmm. and she has an amazing program where she helps rescue dogs and children. See, I love it. So when there's bad, there's good. For as many people who make dumb choices, she is just with kindness and power doing something amazing for the community, the people that we should be talking about. Have you heard that Mr. Rogers quote? If you're ever overwhelmed with the state of the world, just look for the helpers. There's always helpers. There's always good people. As much as you see the bad people in the news, there's always She's definitely, she is one of the helpers for and sure. I just love the fact that you know Mr. Rogers. Quotes. Oh, I love Mr. Rogers. I still watch Mr. it. Rogers. I'm 25 years old. It's on Netflix and I watch it all the time. See, it helps me fall asleep. Brilliant. She's the it greatest. helps her fall asleep. Wait, don't, don't mention that part. <laughs> so um, she's called Gracie Hamlin mm-hmm. and of the Wonder Dogs. I think we should get her on the phone. Absolutely. Let's, let's make this a positive podcast. The Positively Hotline is ringing. We don't know what we're going to do. We have no plan. We're just here. Who's calling in this week? He went after her like she's made out of ham. That is interesting. That's exciting. Um, is somebody going to answer that? Hello? Hotline ringing. You're on your phone, and I don't think you're taking any of this seriously. Answer the phone! Ladies and gentlemen, let's go! Gracie, welcome to the show. Hi, Gracie. Hi, Victoria. Um, I can hear that it's pretty windy because I know that you are outside at the moment with a lot of kids and these, a lot of these, these kids depend on you. Could you tell us a little bit about the Wonder Dog program that you've put together? Um, the Wonder Dog program came together two years ago when I moved into a really bad part of um, the city because I had a lot of dogs and my neighbor thought that it would be great if I could protect his property. So I moved to this area and um, it's gang ridden. So um, I started asking the community about what programs they were for kids to keep them off the streets. I could at least guide a couple of them uh, to programs, but turns out there's nothing in the hood for um, the kids. So I started like a couple of them in my house and letting them uh, help me with the animals and started taking pictures of them. And it was just, the, the results were so p- positive that um, it eventually grew into a program. 
and now the kids basically train, um, handle the, the animals, and then uh, we find them homes. And it just the, the program just keeps growing and growing. It's it's just a great idea that came from you know nothing. Now you your own experience. You're a child living in an orphanage in Costa Rica, and um, you're saying that actually sort of your upbringing was quite lonely, and that that animals really dogs were your friends, were your only friends. Exactly. Yeah. How have yes, you? How do you see? Uh, what do you see the dogs effect on the kids that obviously come from difficult backgrounds? What What is the effect that these dogs have on them? Um, I'm I'm really sorry that that something on the speaker it just is it's the question is not coming through. Okay, I'll ask again. Um, okay, what do the kids get from working with the dogs? Ah, yes. Uh, the kids get a companion. Uh, they get to socialize and build skills with each other, so they learn how to be nicer to each other and nice to an animal. And I feel like when they work with the animals, they they work better with each other. So right now we're working just on the simple teaching them kindness. It's just a really rough area. So right now the animals brings us together. It's the reason for the conversation. What, so we come together because of the animals. What kind of things do they do? Give us an example of what you start them with. And, you know, because I would imagine if kids aren't, uh, you know, familiar with working with dogs, there could be a sense of fear or, you know, not knowing. So how do you sort of get them into, you know, wanting to care for the dogs? Well, um, the first step, the kids usually are recommended by their classmates. Um, and then we pick out the kids, they kind of wander on their own. And then we see how they interact and how they do with the dogs, that they're scared or that the dog makes them happy. And if the kid and the dogs have good partnerships, then we know we can work with the, the child. And basically, that's how that's how we introduce them. How many children? Um, how many children do you work with? Currently, I have seven with me, um, but I work with fifteen, and I can have as many as thirty, forty kids if I had the space or the available transportation to take them. Like today, we did an art class through um, Paint Love, and we could have brought more kids to the class, but unfortunately, I just don't have the means, so I'm limited. Um, but it's expanding. How do you survive? I mean, how do you, do you rely on funding? Is it just completely on private donations? Currently, we it's all donations. And, I mean, it's pretty amazing. The work is just, it's being shared. It's going to be grant work, and, and we're going to find funding for it. It's there. It's just because I'm young and I'm doing everything that it's hard for me to Take the, you know, really make money the priority, which it should, you know, it shouldn't be. My job is to keep, you know, the kids busy and engaged. Um, I need help with the fundraising and the uh, grant writing, and we're working on it. The more the work proves itself, the more people are volunteering these resources. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty blessed and lucky this year. And I noticed and I'm on the show, so I, somebody must have said something nice. <laughs> what you do is incredible. We're just in awe of you. Um, and, and I noticed on your website, which is w-underdogs.org, um, not only does it explain it, you've got some great photos, and you have pictures of the dogs that are up for adoption. So at what point do you know the dog is ready for adoption, and who do you adopt out to? How do people find out how to, how to connect with you? Yes, ma'am. Uh, our Facebook is the most active. Unfortunately, my website 
like I said, it's, it's, it's minimal right now. We can't even accept uh, donations um, or applications through the website. But Facebook is the best way to message me and let people know, you know, um, any animal they have a question about, we are more than happy. Um, I need to just promote them better. You know, we're doing one at a time. Some dogs I've had for three, four years. Um, but our newest rescues move really fast because we've been we're, we've been learning how to promote them better. So basically, then, if somebody out there is really good at website development and things like that, they should also get in touch with you because you could use a little volunteer help, huh? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and then um, just so people know, your Facebook page, which I just liked just this moment, is the W Dash Underdogs. It's so the Wonder Dogs, but it's capital W slash uh, Underdogs. Correct. Awesome. And uh, as far as other donations go, I mean, obviously, financial donations you need. But do you need, like, dog toys, pet, you know, dog food? What other kind of donations might you need? Uh, at this time, right now, we're collecting a lot of hay, dog food. Uh, we've partnered up with Pet Buddies, and uh, we've emptied them out because of the need in the community for my community. As soon as she showed up and distributed food, the food was gone, and now she's really popular. She gets a lot of calls, so uh, we definitely encourage people to uh, support food banks. Uh, and um, for us, it's the hay, the wood. We're building dog houses right now. This is um, our season to help uh, build dog houses for dogs with insufficient or uh, substandard homes. So we deliver home. Uh, people get a hold of us, tell us there's a dog that the house is insufficient. We build them a dog house. We deliver hay and a bag of food. And we build a partnership with that family. Basically, let them know if they need anything just to, you know, give us a call. So that's that's where we are now. Just the winter needs hay, food, and shelter. Now, what age children do you work with? And how long do you work with them? Mm. Uh, I work, my littlest one is three, and my oldest one is 15. And in the summertime, I work with them from 10 to 10 at night. I mean, I just... You know, they just need so much that I just like to keep them with me. It keeps them out of trouble, and I know that right now I'm the best thing for them. Uh, in the in the winter time now, luckily with school, I have them usually just from three thirty to six thirty till it gets dark. So my rule is I I have the kids till like, till it gets dark, and then I deliver them home fed and ready, you know, for their their bedtime story. And you're doing this all by the grace of your heart and the kindness of others in donations. Yes, ma'am. Amazing. And the fact that I'm able to help more animals helping kids. So it's been a blessing in disguise. I'm doing what I love to do and still be able to help another class that needs help. The, the pictures on your website and on Facebook, rather, are unbelievable. I love these. I mean, I'm just pure joy in these kids with these dogs <laughs> and with you. It's unbelievable. I just love it. And, uh, you know, there's, yeah. there's, it, it's interesting because it's it so goes along with the Positively's mission of teaching kids that kindness is powerful, that exactly. the, you're kind to your fellow human being, um, you're kind to animals, it's going to empower you rather than that kindness is not a weakness, kindness is power and it can change your life. And so it's all, it is, it's all about empowering these children who do not, you know, who, who maybe have difficulties in their own lives and it enables them to to grow, doesn't it? And to learn kindness, and to also give them some self esteem, so that they are they're giving back to their communities. Exactly, I'm really proud of it. I mean, uh, the kids are accountable to me, so 
when the teachers are calling me and when the community and somebody, whether it's the management of the property, finds out that they're in my program, the fact that they have somebody to call and say, hey, you know, Gary on has been acting out. Can you guide him? I'm able to do that because Gary on really is proud of what he's doing. You know, it's not a perfect system because, unfortunately, the parents are 90% of the equation. But now with me and having them in my program, I'm able to at least, they get excited about things that they weren't excited about before. And accountability is one of the things that's most important to me. And some kids I don't think realize that they are accountable and responsible, and, and my program is teaching them those things. You're seeing value in the undervalued. In the underdog? In yes. the program. You just see, it seems to me that you see value in the undervalued, whether it's human beings or animals. Um, you're oh, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. That, it, that's my model, uh, fighting for justice and the underdog. Uh, liberty, justice, and the underdog. That's what we like to claim. You know, I'm, I'm teaching these kids to be advocates for, you know, the ones that, you know, can't speak for themselves. And right now, they're the ones that we're speaking for. I, I hope my program is doing that and bringing more awareness of the poverty issue in these neighborhoods. I mean, we have so many advocates for animals. I don't think we have enough advocates for kids. And if we don't change the, you know, the cycle of abuse in these communities, then we're never going to help the animals. And that's what I'm trying to teach and break and hope we can get more people involved. You are amazing. Again, tell us again how people can reach you, whether if they want to give you their, their time uh, or they want to give you money or they want to give you supplies. How is it best to reach you? Uh, our email is the best, the Wonder Dogs, um, no, no dash, no hyphen, uh, wunderdogs at Lana at Gmail. And all of this is on the website. That part works. The phone number is good. Um, and our PayPal is the, the email address, the Wonder Dogs Atlanta. And your Facebook page. But we are always taking volunteers. My biggest problem right now is we have so many people wanting to do for, for us. We just don't have the, the community isn't safe. We've had 10 drive-bys. We actually were shot at while we were showing a dog to one of the community members. So we're under like the neighborhood isn't safe for the kids let alone for volunteers. And the wintertime is really hard because the space is very limited in my house. I have mm-hmm. 10 dogs in the house, and I have 10 kids trying to work with 10 dogs in my house. So we're pushing really hard to partner with other organizations for space. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I, I don't want people to get frustrated because we get a lot of volunteers who want to work with the kids. It's just right now I can't figure out mm-hmm. how it's going to come together. It's going to happen. It just Right now, space is killing me. Well, maybe one of those volunteers has a connection at a larger shelter or a rescue that can help, but at the very least, donate uh, money and supplies. Exactly. And fosters, we definitely encourage people, even if they can't foster from us, to foster from organizations. That's such a big need that I don't think we get enough support behind. So you're saying that the neighborhood that these kids that you're living in is not safe. So you are saying that volunteers shouldn't really come down there because it's not safe for them. So you're looking for a space where you can take these kids, work in a uh, more safe environment. Does that mean you're looking for a transport? You're looking for um, uh, you know, to, some way to transport these kids? Um, the neighborhood is, is underdeveloped, so it's hard for me to find a facility, but I'm looking for a space where actually it would be like a healing center where the kids can work with the animals and the community can work with the kids. So while the kids are working with the animals, they're helping the animals get to their training. Um, the community can come and tutor and work with, um, we, you know, we have veterinarians that want to volunteer. We have three vets there. They want to help 
uh, provide free services to our kids, you know, animals. But we just don't have that central location where all these services can come together. And that's my goal is just to have a, a center where volunteers, professionals, and animals can come together and be safe. Safety is just a big issue for me right now. Of course. And to be clear so that people know where you are, you are on the southeast side of Atlanta, the south of Atlanta. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Down Turner Field area. Um, people sound. Got it. Got it. Oh, well, Grace, you are one of the most incredible people I think we've ever had on the podcast. The work oh, you're doing. I'm sorry. I'm so broken up. No. And the wind is killing my uh, listening. Don't worry, you've you've come through loud and clear, and I hope the people that listen to this can go on your Facebook site, can go can go on your website, can go on your Facebook, can find out the incredible work you do, so that you get more support, financial support as well, and that uh, we know we can all come together as a community to help these other children that are so at a disadvantage. But now, because right. of you, because of you, are being helped, and I think you know there's these these are going to be the leaders of tomorrow. And exactly. we know so much that these children, that they're, they're not living in a great area. They're not getting good parental support. And, and if they don't get that support, they're going to go down a bad path. And you're, you're helping to stop that, aren't you? So you're giving these kids some hope for the future. And uh, I would like to help you in any way that I can. Holly and I are on board now. Yep. So, you know, Excellent. let's, let's get together and see that what we can do. But, we so appreciate you coming on. Keep in touch, and hopefully we can maybe um, do another podcast with you later, maybe in about six months, to see how you guys are getting on, because I know people are going to want to know. Okay, great. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me. Thanks so much, Grace. Thanks for what you do, Gracie. Okay, thank you. Bye. Amazing lady. Wow. I mean, talk about somebody who's selfless who just gives and cares and is kind and is just, I mean, more people like her in this world and we may not be seeing some of the stuff we're seeing. Unbelievable. Love her. Please, if you're listening, this is the season of giving. Um, Give as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Give as much as you can because there's, there's these precious animals, these precious children that need your help. I love it. I already have a bunch of stuff. I just text her. I'm going to bring stuff over tomorrow. So um, food, toys, treats. I love it. When Holly says that, she means it. She's, like, <laughs> she's the girl that takes action. Well, Come on. Been, let's get dog food. Let's this go. This has been such a great day. I've had a long time. Spent a great day. Great, great morning this morning. So fun. Hey, Holidays kicked fun. off. I love it. I saw, you know, like a dancing snowflake dog. And a, and a dog that was actually dressed as the elf on the shelf. Oh, that's right. The shelf. I mean, that they was built ex- a shelf. That was extraordinary. So so creative. I think that dog did win a prize, thank goodness. Oh, so, good. yes. And I think my husband was a little upset. Well, he was a little oh. upset with me. He was there because there were the whole these dogs that, and, and kids that came on with their ugly sweaters. <laughs> and um, when I first met my husband, he, he had the worst. No, I'm not. I mean, you know, he was a hot, hot sexy guy playing Buddy and Buddy Holly the Musical in London, you know, and just he had the worst ugly sweaters <laughs> In the and had no idea had this one sweater that and I really want to get a picture of it and put it up on the podcast Please do. so you can see it it's I called it his chain mail sweater what chain mail chain. the worst thing I've ever oh I there's a couple of pictures that you need to oh, see. do it yeah put it. we gotta find do them it. yeah 
Shall we do? Yeah. Can he be entered in the 12 Dogs of Christmas or no? I'm sorry. <laughs> but don't forget about that. Go to the Facebook page. Um, it's facebook.com slash Victoria Stillwell and enter your dog. We're up to the next one will be five Dogs of Christmas. I think we've got four up there. I think, yeah, we've got four so far. Four or five. Awesome. They're great. I love them. Well, everybody, we'll be back very soon. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. There's going to be more of Ask Victoria next week. But we just had a blast. Thanks, Holly. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Victoria Stillwell's Positively Podcast. For more information, visit Positively.com. Get connected on Facebook and YouTube as Victoria Stillwell or follow her on Twitter at Victoria S. Be sure to tune in next time as Victoria helps to change dogs' lives positively. Positively.